Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for tonight. Thank you for the outpouring of grace. And thank you for the opportunity to come before your presence at this time. We believe that you have a plan and you have a purpose for every person in this meeting. We are grateful unto you for the gift of life. Thank you for our loved ones and our families. You have been faithful this year. We may not have gotten everything, but for what we have and who we are and what we are becoming, we want to testify that it is just by, it's just by your grace. And we pray in the name of Jesus, committing ourselves into your hands. We pray that tonight's meeting shall be a blessing. We pray that, Lord, the heavens shall open upon us. We pray that as long as we are your children and we believe in your Son, Jesus Christ, let every blessing you carry, every blessing that is in your Son be released upon us. May we not live here the same as we came. Bless every person in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray with thanksgiving. Amen. 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 So, um, I want to welcome all of you one more time to uh, this meeting. I believe that uh, God has ordained this meeting and it is the will of God that we all participate and enjoy in this agenda. So, um, I want to share my screen. Kindly confirm if you can see my screen. Can everyone see my screen? Mm. Can everyone see my screen? If you can see my screen, kindly drop something in the chat box so that we know you can see my screen. All right, we can see. That's amazing. So, um, if you check my screen, you see, um, of course, Builders Global Network. And uh, it has been um, a great delight that we are seeing this happening. We are, we are here for a boot camp we've dubbed the Prophetic Billionaires Boot Camp. Why Prophetic Billionaires? Because we believe that this is not just one of those uh, financial empowerment conferences we attend but this is something that God has you know deposited on our hearts to share with the house and so we call it prophetic billionaires everyone here I want you to see us I want to see are you to see yourself as a billionaire you understand so you are going to help me before we move on you are going to move to the chat box in the Zoom, I mean the comment section, and type, I am the latest billionaire. I am the latest billionaire. I want you to type something right now. I am the latest billionaire. I am the latest billionaire. If you cannot see it, you cannot have it. And if you don't see it, you cannot see it. So I want you to go there right now and type, I am the latest billionaire. I am the latest billionaire and you say it like you mean it type it like you mean it i am the latest billionaire i am the latest billionaire all right so 
for tonight for tonight what we are going to do is more or less an introduction and more or less something like an orientation to the whole program that we are going to do this five days it's going to be more like an introduction to what God is going to do with us so um, as we move on kindly as the Ghanaians will say feel free I don't know how we are able to feel free but how free can be felt but then please be at peace feel comfortable in this meeting if you want to ask a question all you, we want you to do or if you want to contribute all you need to do is to raise your hand there's a way you raise your hand on zoom and then after you raise your hand you just you know um you just we will call you so that you, you make your point that is why we want you to at least change your name to your first name or your or your full name so that we can because this is a strict it's strictly by invitation so we are not expecting any foreigner in this meeting all right so tonight um let me just move on let me just move on let me just move Alright, so if you look at my screen, you see that um, we have the five-day sessions here. Uh, we are beginning tonight, 27th of August, and by 31st, we should be done with this program. Now, um, you would see that there, there are five there are six packages we have for you even though we have five days 27th 8th 29th 30th 31st it's just five days but we have six packages all right so the first one is the build model which is tonight we are going to look at the build model and then tomorrow god willing we are going to look at god's program that will be the next thing we are going to look at god's program then the third day we are going to look at the art of prosperity the art of prosperity then on the fourth day we are going to look at um, the school of money we are going to look at the school of money for the fourth day now on the fifth day we are also going to have the school of money but there's going to be a surprise package we have a surprise package for all of us that will be on uh, um, that will be on the fifth day which is supposedly to be the fifth day the last day but then we are also going to have a special prophetic service by the grace of god for this group of people in this house and this prophetic service we are going to by the grace of god you know we are praying for everybody god is going to give us some specific directions in the course of the meeting we will now pray everybody's you know the things you have been employed to do and the things you are doing yourself and um, we're going to bring all on board 
praying to it have a prophetic eye looking to it and look at what the future holds and praying to it and prophesy it so by the time we are done with this five days program you you cannot you cannot remain the same person i'm telling you you cannot remain the same person and whether whichever level you are our levels may not be the same but whichever level you are preaching from now trust me that god is going to give you a top up god is going to give you a top up so ladies and gentlemen these are these these are the five things we are going to do this week and these are the five things we're going to do this so for tonight we are just going to have an introduction to the build model like we are going to look into it so that so that you understand what we mean by the build model and and that will be for tonight then we'll continue the rest in the rest the course of the days all right so um if i don't know if um, let me know if i'm moving too fast if if i if if i'm moving too fast let me know if you want to ask a question like i said raise your hand and then we we'll move on so let me just move on to the next thing now the next thing now the next thing now the next thing now let me go to the next thing now so um the build model we are looking at the build model for tonight the build model for tonight the build model i am going to share with you a screen and i would want you to read together with me all right not don't you don't have to unmute just just follow me as i read okay but in the year 2017 something happened to me and this thing that happened to me is not something I wish should happen to everybody because it is it can be very dangerous and it can be very um, scary if you don't have the heart for it now how many of you have ever heard people talk about out-of-the-body experience if you have ever heard of something like that just Come to the chat box and type yes. How many have you ever heard of people say out of the body experience? Out of the body experience, you know. Yeah, Julia says yes, Abigail says yes. Uh -huh. But has anybody here experienced um that out of the body experience? Have you ever had that experience before? If you have, say I have. Type I have, let me know. Because it's not really something that is for fun. Um, but this thing happened to me in 2017. I had an out-of-the-body experience. I think that it has happened to me twice. Uh, the first time I was in the university um, and then I was lying on my bed. I saw myself walking in my room and I saw my body lying on the bed and somebody was telling me go back go back go back enter and it was the body was looking so filthy it was looking so tattered and i didn't want to have anything to do with it i didn't even want to touch this body i didn't really want to touch because it was looking very dirty rotten tattered broken 
you know, anything bad that you can talk about. That was how the body was. And I entered. And that, that is how our bodies are. Sincerely, every one of you, your body that you have been cherishing and polishing, and this body is in the eyes of God, is nothing. It's nothing. It's just an instrument God has given you to help you achieve your divine purpose on this earth. So when we say out of the body, you, you literally see your soul leaving your body and you can you are so conscious in your soul and you can see your body you know lying down and then your soul will be roaming about or doing whatever that experience brings with or comes along with so that was the experience i had in the year 2017 specifically on friday 23rd june friday 23rd june now I'm going to share my screen so that I read with you. So read with me. Let's do this together. So on the night of Friday, 20, June 23, 2017, I went to heaven via an out-of-the-body experience. And many people had come to heaven too in their white, white garment. There was a heavy presence for there were many people like myself. And uncountable angels. An angel met me at the gate and ushered me in and offered me a seat by his desk. There were other angels too, uh, to other people as well, one-on-one -on -one kind of thing. And it was a large place, as big as a stadium, and with all of us wearing white garments and the angels were also in white. The place was, you know, glittering so bright with light all around the place. Then I sat down. Then when I sat down, the angel who was attending to me asked me, What is your name? Now, when he asked me, What is your name? I responded, Emmanuel Otredako, as everybody knows me. Then the moment I mentioned my name, he added, that is not your name and at this point i was like boss are you the one who gave me my name how can you tell me that Imanotudako is not my name so the angel patiently asked me if you want to know your name look at the tag on your chest because it appeared that everybody in the meeting or who had come there had a name tag you know those of you who are used to conferences and training and those kind of things usually you go for training and they give you a tag put your name on it on your chest or somewhere so i had a tag and i didn't know until that time that i had a name tag on my chest specifically on my right and um, right chest then when i checked my name was not Emmanuel Chudako on the name tag, but the name that was there was Build. 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 B U I L D. That was my name. Then, after that, he told me many, many, many other things, very deep things. So, this week, the, the things the angel shared with me, they are the things I'm going to share with you. You understand so afterwards 
I saw this group of people in a bus when I left that place. And they were in a bus and they were waiting for me. All of them were waiting for me to come and give them feedback of the encounter I had with the angels. Then, I am very happy to announce to the house tonight that everybody here in this meeting, you are part of the people who were, you know, in the bus waiting for the feedback. For the fact that you are here in this meeting is a proof that you were part of the people in that big bus who were waiting for the feedback with the encounter with the angels. And these were people who were waiting to be built and further build others. So if you hear about the build model, this is the whole, you know, the, the narrative or the background to this whole story. You understand? So uh, I wouldn't say my nickname is Build. My real name is Build. Imanochidaku is just my nickname on the earth. But Build is actually my name. You understand? Build is actually my name. Now, afterwards, I saw, you know, I saw several other things and many interactions also gave birth to this mandate as i said and the mandate is that as the, the lord wanted us to mobilize a people across the globe and build them and then make them also builders who will return to build the old waste and old rooms and restore desolate places so the mandate this whole build model or this whole build concept is inspired from the book of isaiah 61 verse 1 to 11 which talks about everything that we are going to do tonight all right it talks about everything so kindly take notes be writing some of the things down you want to take note of this bible text isaiah 61 verse 1 to 11 it's a key text we are going to look at in later on but then this is the whole thing about the build and that is how come we had what we called the Builders Global Network, which is the BGN. All right. I believe that you are excited. I, I don't know whether you are excited, but I'm already excited to share uh, the, the deeper things, you know. So this is this is the whole thing, hallelujah. It's, it's amazing, it's exciting that God will take. So when I when I saw these people in the bus, I was like, no, and, and the, the, the interesting thing is that this is 23rd June 2017. It has been how many years? When I woke up, I felt like let me share this. So 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, it's been six good years. And the people in the bus are now the people here who are listening to me. I believe that God does not make mistakes. And for the fact that you are part of this meeting, you cannot remain where you are. You see, some of the things I'm going to share with you, there are things maybe you've probably heard over and over but then god is gonna give you another dimension and another touch and by the time we are done you 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 cannot afford to remain the same you understand 
God never makes mistakes. So let us now continue and look at something. The, the, the name build. You understand? I want us to look at the name build. There are some lessons I learned from this name build. And I want you to take note of these things. There are about six things I, I learned from this. There are about six things I learned from this. Alright, so tonight I'm just going to give you, like I said, an introduction. We will not keep so much. We will not keep long. It's just to, you know, introduce you to what we are going to do. Um, so, um, first of all, I came to understand that how men know you on earth is different from how heaven knows you. Do I have witnesses? All along, I thought my name is Imanot Shadak. <laughs> Until I realized that my name, the name they know me in, 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 in heaven was not Imanot. They know me as built, somebody who built. I'm supposed to build people. So if you look at number one on my screen, I'm saying that how men know you on earth is different from how heaven knows you. Maybe on earth, people know you as, you know, Eunice. They know you as Fifi and Koma. They know you as Albert Quay, Abigale J. They know you as, let me see, I can mention some of the names. Brother Gospel, Carlos James, Daphne, Ellen, Inokwao, you know, Evans, February, Felix, AJ. They know you as Godson, Helena, Joseph, Julia, you know. Kwapna, Kisi, Lawrence. On earth, your classmates and your parents, they are even the ones who gave you the name Obaku, Obed, you know, Ampuma, Tori, Osei, A.C. Jacobson. That's how everybody knows you. But I'm here to let you know that heaven knows you differently. There's a different way heaven knows you. So the way people know you, EOD, EOD, EOD is just for the earth. EOD is just for this earth. It's a guy name. <laughs> so your 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 name, that name, the names I've mentioned, all these names are just guy names or nicknames, like we say. But your number two is your name on earth is entirely different from your name in heaven. Because when I went there, he said that what is your name? I said EOD man. I said, no, 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 check your name. He said your name is Belt. So I came to understand that your name on earth is entirely different from your name in heaven. I'm telling you. Do you know that in the Bible, in the Bible, there was a similar situation in the Bible where a young man, a young man, I think Genesis chapter 32, Genesis chapter 32, verse 28. There was a young man by the name Jacob. And Jacob was already running away from his brother Esau. And whilst he was on his way, the angels of God met him. Now, after the angels of God had met him, you know, Jacob prayed to God and was making some requests made known unto God. 
that God will cause him to return, return back, I mean return to his home safely or come back safely and all of that. And Bible says that he had to spend the night. He had to spend the night. So whilst he was spending the night, you know, by then he had prepared some presents that he was going to give to his brother Esau. And he had taken, you know, about 200 female goats, 20 male goats, 200, you know, um, rams and all of that. Then the Bible says that that same night, he went, you know, he, he, he was alone. He was left alone. He was left alone. And then he saw that a man had come to him. And the man was, you know, wrestling with him. The man was wrestling with him. The man, fought, in other words, fought with him, wrestled with him. The man wrestled with him not just for two seconds or one minute. Bible says he wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. And when the man saw that the, 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 the guy, um, Jacob, was too hard, and he was unable to, you know, defeat Jacob. The Bible says that he touched, you know, he touched the joint of, of Jacob. And Jacob was like, if you do not bless me, I'm not. I am not going to let you go like that. I will not let you go unless you bless me. And do you know that the same question the angel asked me when I went to heaven, this was the same question this, this I believe this angel or God asked Jacob. And the question is, what is your name? Oh, my Bashata. I am amazed. As I'm just sharing this, this even never crossed my mind. I think the Holy Spirit is just ministering to us. God or the angel that visited Jacob also asked him, what is your name? This was the same question the angel asked me. What is your name? Then Jacob, Jacob, Jacob was like, well, my name is Jacob. And the angel said, my brother, on the earth, everybody calls you Jacob. But in heaven, you are not Jacob. In heaven, the name that has been preserved for you is Israel. So on the earth, everybody was calling him Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. But in heaven, his name was not Jacob. His name was Israel. So the angel said, he said to him, that yes, your name is Jacob, but you shall no longer be called Jacob. But your name shall be called Israel, for you have you have striven with God. You have striven with God and with men, and you have prevailed. You have prevailed. <laughs> prevailed. Prevailed. So that was the day Jacob had a, an encounter. He had a glimpse of the kind of name God has given him in the heavens. It is very important. That beside that name you carry, you should know, you must know the name God has given you in heaven. Am I talking to somebody tonight? Beside that name your parents gave you, or the name everybody knows you by, you must know how you are called. You must know the kind of name God has given you in heaven. So tonight, I have a question for you. What is your name? Uh, what is your name? 
I want you to write it down. Take notes and write something down on your tablet or in your, in your diary. What is my name? What is your name? Tonight, my question to you is, what is your name? By the grace of God, I know my name. Jacob knew his name. Jacob had an encounter with God and he was asked, what is your name? He said, Jacob. He said, no, you are not Jacob. You are Israel. This is the exact thing that happened to me. He said, what is your name? Emmanuel Chidaku. He said, no, you are not Emmanuel Chidaku. Your name is built. So tonight, my question to you again is, what is your name? What is your name? By the time we are done, you should know what your name is. May God reveal your real identity in heaven to you. But let me take you to the third point. If you want to know your name, understand that the name heaven gives people is connected to their purpose on the earth. The name heaven gives people is connected to their purpose on the earth. So, if you want to know your name, one of the things is that immediately you know your name, then you know your purpose. Because the day Jacob knew that his name was Israel, it means that, you see, so when we say Israel, Israel is not just the name of a nation. Israel is not just a name of a nation. Israel is the name of a person. It's a name of a person who God blessed abundantly until the person became a nation. You understand? So Israel did not begin as a nation. Israel began as one person. Tonight, somebody is not a billionaire yet, but you are beginning as the billionaire and you are going to become the first person and God is going to create nations out of you. Nations will be born out of your business. Nations will be born out of your contract. Nations shall be born. I'm telling you, you'll be in Ghana, but you become a mighty nation and you will not just become a nation, you become a continent for you will have control and you are going to have power over many, many other nations. Governments of nations will begin to look for you, will begin to look for your, your product and your services. Why? Because your impact shall be felt. Israel did not begin as a nation. Israel began with one man. Tonight, that grace is coming upon somebody under the sound of my voice. Are you getting me? So when Jacob knew that he was Israel, I believe that immediately the man started thinking about the name. He started thinking about the name. He started thinking about the name. He started thinking about the name. And, you know, that was the time Jacob started, you know, multiplying. The Lord blessed Jacob. The Lord blessed Jacob. The Lord blessed Jacob. The Lord blessed Jacob and he blessed him and blessed him and blessed him. You understand? Then when you jump to Genesis chapter 35, verse number 9, the Bible said, And God appeared to Jacob again. Maybe you are here. You have had your own encounters with God. But in this meeting, these five days, God will appear to you again concerning that business you have started, concerning that investment you are about to make. God will appear to you again. And when God appeared to Jacob again, he, he Bible said that the Lord blessed him. Anytime the Lord appears, he blesses. Anytime the Lord appears, 
he leaves a blessing behind. And God said to Jacob, your name is Jacob. No longer shall your name be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. So he called his name Israel. And God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall come from you. And kings shall come from your own body. My God. So from that time, Jacob had the second encounter. The name came with a purpose. And the purpose of that, the name is supposed to make a nation and a company of nations come out of him. And kings come out of his own body. That was the time Jacob, now the name Israel, started manifesting. The name Israel started manifesting. So now Israel, Israel began with one man, but he started manifesting the name until they became many and the prophecies came to pass. And indeed, the man became a nation and God expanded him and the Lord multiplied him. He was fruitful indeed and he multiplied until now he became an uncountable nation tonight you and i are even part of the israel of god we are part of the israel of god and tonight i am here to tell you every prophecy on your head will come to pass you so so your name is connected to your purpose by the name god gives you from heaven you are able to tell what you are supposed to do on the earth so when i discovered that build was the name i said no it means that i need to spend time building people i need to spend time building men I need to spend time raising men, building women, building men. I don't need to concentrate on myself. I don't need to focus on my... All I need to focus on is to look for those men and women and build them up. That is what my purpose is. So, your purpose can only be defined from heaven's perspective, not from the earthly perspective. Then, the other thing is, you see, when I saw this encounter... I came out and I saw this bus, and this was a group of people who were waiting for me to share my purpose with them. So I want you to understand that this will bring me to my point five. There is always a special group of people who are waiting in a certain bus. And this group of people are waiting for everybody. Everybody, as you are here under the sound of my voice, by the time you discover your name and your purpose on this earth, I want you to know, understand that God is going to give you your own cluster of people, your own niche, your own group of people. God is going to give you your own group of people who will feel your impact, who you are, you are sent to. When we say somebody is an apostle, apostle comes from the Greek word apostolos. And apostolos means to, to be sent, one who is sent forth. So you are sent to a group of people. Now, I want you to know that for every business and every industry you are in, it doesn't matter the people, the giants who have already taken the lead. God always has a special group of people for you, your own niche and your own cluster of people and customers or clients who will feel your impact 
through whom God will bless you, through whom God will expand you, and through whom you will be rich and wealthy, and through whom you will prosper. So you have your own group of, I want you to know that the group of people who have been called to you, they are there. There are people who have been assigned to you. Some of you, it is not just a small group of people. Some of you, the whole nation of China, have in the, in the mind and in the plans of God, China has been ordained for you. There are some of you, the whole of United Kingdom has been assigned and ordained for your purpose. There are some of you too, it is not about China or UK, it's about maybe the, the, the whole continent of Africa or Asia has been ordained for you. So there is always a group, there is always a people. And tonight, I release you into the people God has ordained for your life. May those people come around. May your product and your services attract the right men and the right women God has ordained for your life. Oh, somebody shouting men in this place. You see, and one of the things I discovered is that, you see, when I entered that environment or when I entered that auditorium, there was one specific angel who attended to me all throughout. And everywhere I looked, I saw it was a one-on-one -on -one affair. There was an angel release for every single person. It gave me a, a certain understanding that everybody has an angel. And every business you are doing on this earth, there is an angel that has been released for you for concerning that business. So those of you who are in the telecommunications, those of you who are in the media, those of you who are in the health industry, those of you who are in the pharmaceuticals, there is an angel in charge of pharmaceuticals on this earth. And that angel is released specifically for you so that you will excel in that business. That angel is supposed to change your level from the earthly name to the heavenly name that angel is supposed to guide you so that you stop operating from the earthly realm and operate with the heavenly and the supernatural realm am i talking to somebody and so tonight i declare in case your angel have never been realized or your angel have never been been commissioned and you have never experienced the angelic dimension of your business tonight i released by the message of god the angel in charge of that industry the angel in charge of that business to begin to look for you tonight in the mighty name of jesus i declare let that angel be released for you tonight you understand so i came to understand you see one specific angel was released for Jacob. And that same angel was also released for me. It was a one-on-one -on -one affair. Listen, everybody has an angel. And I have come to understand there are angels for businesses. There are angels for industries. And tonight, you will stop. You are everybody. You are going to stop operating at the lower level and the earthly realm, you are, you are going to do business with an angelic touch. Some of you, 
your business has been failing, things are not going well, you are losing a lot of money, investments are going down the drain, but I am here to announce as, with a prophetic voice to as many people that are yearning and ready to move to the next level that angels have been released for businesses and industries, angels have been released for institutions and organizations, and tonight may you see your angel, may you encounter your angel may you meet your angel may you operate with the angelic touch in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus oh my god my god if you believe that god is going to give you this touch uh, just say amen wherever you are amen and amen and amen and amen my god my god my god kalabasha Begin to speak in tongues for just two minutes. Begin to speak in tongues wherever you are. You want to pray and say, God, I want to know my name in heaven. What is the name you have given me according to heaven? Bible says that on that day, oh my God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Listen to this one. Listen to this one. The Bible says that on the last day, Books shall be open. Books shall be open. Oh my God. Books shall be open. Books shall be open. Listen. When we read Revelation chapter 20, verse 15. Revelation chapter 20, verse 15. Let me read it quickly for you. Then I will lift a prayer and I will move on. Then we'll lift a prayer, then I'll move on. When you read the book of Revelation, chapter number 20. Verse number 15. Let me tell you something there. I'm telling you all this while people are operating. You see, listen, verse chapter 20, verse 15. Are we there? Chapter 20, verse 15. I believe you have your Bibles with you. Bible says that, and if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Do you understand me? Do you, let, me, let me take you back to verse. Let me take you back to verse 12. He said, And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Then another book was opened. So in heaven there are books. It is not just one book. Many books. It is not, it's not only the book of life. There are many books. But one of the books that was open was the book of life. And, and the dead were judged by what was written in the books. Do you understand that? They were judged by what was written in the books according to what they had done. So everything, you see, they were, they, they were judged according to what was written in the books. According to what they had done, what you are doing on the earth must correspond to the name. Then when you jump to verse 15, verse 15 now is telling us that and anybody whose name was not found in written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. So it means that your name, there is a name God knows you with, God, God knows you by. There is a certain name heaven knows you by, and that name is what you are you are supposed to, you know, manifest on this earth. In 
in that name is the is the impact you are supposed to make. That name is what you are supposed to do. It's your purpose on this earth. And if we do not find that name in the book of life, it says that you you will be thrown into the lake of fire. In other words, God is not just looking at the name Emmanuel that or your earthly name. There is a certain name which is connected to your purpose, connected to your assignment. So look at it. There are many people God has ordained and these people have been ordained to become you know pastors but yet they have all decided to become you know businessmen it is an error there are people god has ordained to become billionaires and millionaires and do a lot of things but today they are taxi drivers they are just taxi drivers it is an error there are people they are supposed to move and operate in the telecommunications industry and all they are doing is to sit in the courtroom and they think that they are making some money and so they are they are doing well people of god there is a name God knows you will buy. And tonight, I want us to pray for just two minutes. You are praying and say, God, what is my name in heaven? Give me a revelation like you did for Jacob. You appear to Jacob. Bible says, God appeared to Jacob again and said, Jacob, your name is Jacob, but you shall no longer be called Jacob. Because in my books, in the volumes of the books in heaven, your name is not Jacob. Your name is Israel. And so henceforth, you shall be fruitful and you shall multiply. And you are going to become a nation. And nations and company of nations will come out of thee and kings shall come out of thy body. I want you to pray and say, God, appear to me and give me a revelation of my true identity in heaven, my true purpose on the, in heaven, my true identity and my true name. Are you ready to pray this prayer? Begin to pray right now. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray right now. Lift up your voice. What is your name? The Bible says God appeared to Jacob and he said that you shall no more be called Jacob. There is a name for you. There is a name. I don't know what you have seen, but pray. Lift up your voice and pray, God, what is my name? Give me a revelation of my true identity in heaven, of my true purpose on the earth. Somebody lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. I want to hear you pray. I want to hear you pray. Randele mi kolobosa rendele dele sendele gede rendele dele fikiti kile gede gede bele Jesus Lord make us see our need give us a revelation of our true identity somebody I want you to unmute and pray just pray lift up your voice pray 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 what is your name 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 lift up your voice what is your name what is your name mandala la la 
Maradosha, Ekada Baba, Maladada, Maso, Maka, Baki, Leshada Badosha, Rababa, what is your name? What is your name? Is it Israel? What is your name? Are you Jacob or you are Israel? Are you Jacob or you are Israel? What is your name? Are you Jacob or you are Israel? Or you are Israel? What is your name? What is your name? What is your name? Are you Jacob or you are Israel? What is your name? Are you Jacob or you are Israel? What is your name? Are you Israel or you are Jacob? Are you Israel or you are Jacob? Lift up your voice. Praise the God. Reveal yourself unto me. Reveal yourself unto me. Reveal yourself to me, O Lord, that I will know, that I will know, that I will know my true name, my true name. According to heaven's perspective, in the mighty name of Jesus, reveal yourself to me, O Lord. Pray that God will reveal himself, make you know your true name, your true identity, your true purpose. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Oh, I want you to see, I want you to be excited because after tonight, everybody here, you are going to have another revelation. You know that Genesis 35 verse 9 says, God appeared to Jacob again. So maybe all this, all this why you thought your name is Jacob, but you are going to have another revelation again. And another revelation will now bring you to the realm of manifestation. It is in the realm of revelation that you enter the realm of manifestation. I want to, you to be excited because you have just stepped into your new level. You are, oh, I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody here. You have just stepped into your new name. You have stepped into a new dimension and a new name. And it is beginning tonight. It has begun tonight. It has begun tonight. It has begun tonight. Oh, all this while people call you Godson. You have stepped into your true identity. It will manifest. You see it. It doesn't matter the career or the kind of job you are doing. Once the true name comes, God will give you the grace to manifest that name. My God. Glory be to God. Uh, 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 does, does anyone want to ask any question before we move on to the next thing? Does anyone want to ask any question? I want, I, I want it to be participatory, you know. I want it to be participatory. Um, and everyone should, you know, let me know what you feel about this out-of-the-body experience and so far what we have discussed. Let me see. Let me know if you have something to say, kindly raise your hand. And indeed, you have to have something to say. <laughs> so I want you to, you know, raise your hand, share your thoughts about, share your thoughts about what we have shared so far. Share your thoughts 
about what we have shared so far kindly raise your hand share your thoughts um, what have you learned tonight what have you learned tonight um, we are not many so i can mention names but i don't want to do that so kindly uh, raise your hand so that we call you please. kindly if you want to talk raise your hand so that we call you and then we give you the platform to talk is anyone raising their hand who is raising the hand who is going first yes daphne has raised her hand all right daphne you have the floor hello hi good evening god hello good evening woman of god <laughs> <laughs> amen uh first of all i'm so super excited to be part of mm. this i know it's not coincidental neither is it a mistake wow yes wow. I know why, personally, I know why I'm saying this. It is in line. It is following steps. So wow. it's no, it is no mistake at all. A man of God, um, I'm a bit curious about um, point number, uh, should I use the point? Okay. The point where you said um, you were told your name was veiled. Now you know what to do, as in to build people. Exactly. My question is, after knowing your name, I'm using your case as 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 the main example right. here. Okay. Finding out you are built, what mm. are you building towards? How do you know the exact direction to build towards? Okay. Wow, that's a very good question. Um, what are you building towards? How do you know the exact direction you are supposed to build towards? Um, yes. Please. All right. So when this was what happened to me, I was asking myself, well, that is good. Am I supposed to enter into a building construction? <laughs> or I'm supposed to, you know, I was wondering, I was asking a lot of questions because I was confused. So what I decided to do is that I decided to, you know, go to God again. And I was praying, I was praying, I was praying. And then I was also, you know, I started because the name build came up. I started going into the Bible to look for what is connected to the name build. Then God gave me Isaiah 61 um, verse 1 to um, 11. And we will look at it very soon. So when he gave me Isaiah 61 to 11, then I now understood the direction that I was supposed to move to. And specifically, um, I think when you look at from verse 4, oh. when you look at from verse 4 going, you see that um, I started understanding the direction because he was telling me specific things I needed to do. So what you need to do is that once you get to know your, it's more or less like your purpose. What you need to do is to go to God because um, knowing your purpose is not enough. You need to know how to, you know, launch out and where to go. And usually you, you, would, you wouldn't want to just do anything at random. You want to be sure. So just go to God again and ask God for directions. 
and God will give it to you sincerely, truthfully. He will give it to you. I'm, I'm telling. He will tell you. He will show you what you need to do. Then, secondly, the other thing that I also did was that I looked at, I looked within to look at what God has called me to do. Because me, I'm not a politician. If I was supposed to be a politician, maybe it would have taken a different direction. If I was a medical doctor, it would have taken a different direction. If I was, you know, a footballer and he said build, it would have taken a different direction. But me, I'm none of these. I'm not a politician. I'm not a footballer. I'm not a boxer. I'm not an at at athlete. The last time I decided to run in the senior high school, 5,000 meters, I was the last person. <laughs> so I wouldn't want to, you know, do all those. So what I decided to look at, look within and look at the calling God has called me into. So then I realized that I, I am I'm called to do ministry. I'm called to do ministry. I'm called to preach the word of God, the gospel, the good news to those who are who are lost so that they see the light and, and, and minister to the needs of people. So that was the second direction. That is how you are able to, you know, get to so you i looked within and identified the calling upon my life then i said okay so based on what god gave me in isaiah 61 and the identifying my my calling of ministry i decided to you know go towards that direction then number three i also realized that even in ministry i am not i'm not just doing general ministry i have a prophetic ministry so i decided that okay then i'm going to give a lot of my time and my attention and all my investment will be ministering in the prophetic to people that is why even in this meeting i've attached a prophetic service to this meeting you understand that is how come also we have been able to have uh, all this while we have the healing room and every three every month i've decided to set aside three days ministering in the prophetic to the needs of people and to the and to the body of christ you understand so and for me you you may see it as i'm just prophesying you may see it as i'm just doing preaching but in 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 my own um i mean in my own perspective i am building people I am building people. I'm really building. And God knows how many people we have built through this prophetic ministry and what we are doing. You understand? So I've mentioned three things. Now, the fourth thing is that if you want to know the direction, one of the things um, Jacob did, one of the things Jacob did was that when Jacob was told that your name is Jacob, and um, your name is Jacob, but you will no more be called Jacob, but you will be called Israel. And God gave him all the prophecies that you become a nation and a company of nations will come out of you. Do you know what Jacob did? <laughs> Jacob gave birth to uh, 12 sons and one daughter. You may not understand it, but God had told him that you will be fruitful and you multiply. You see, sometimes the things, so one of the things you should, you should, Jacob did was he decided to, 
you know, manifest the prophecy. He decided to act on the prophetic word. That's what I want to see. He decided to act on the prophetic word. So when God gives you a word, when God puts something on your heart to do, when maybe another prophet tells you something that you need to do, what you need to do, act on the prophetic word, even though it doesn't look like it. For example, today I was speaking with one of my um, in-laws and I was telling her how God revealed to me that she had traveled outside of the country and in, she was in a classroom of nine students and she was the only black there and I saw how she had posted a letter and a picture taken in class to us and we were watching the picture and I told her do you have a passport she says no I said go and get a passport you see it is so if you she does not do get the passport and she does not work on it and if opportunity comes for her to study and she does not grab it this prophecy will not happen it doesn't mean that the prophet is fake or the word of god that came to you was not true but you did not act on the word so when jacob received one of the first things jacob did was that in verse 14 of genesis i think chapter 35 the bible says that jacob raised a pillar he set up a pillar where God spoke to him. He raised a pillar of stone and then he poured the drink offering. He sacrificed and he anointed. He poured oil. So he released oil, anointing oil, and he released offering also as well. And he raised a pillar as well. So he 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 built a pillar. And the other thing that Jacob also did was that he also gave birth. At the end of the day, Jacob gave birth to 12 children, 12 sons of Jacob. Because God had told him, be fruitful and multiply. He started giving birth. Oh, okay, then I'll give birth. He gave birth to one, two, three, four, five, six. Continue to give birth, give birth, give birth. And he gave birth and gave birth and gave birth and gave birth. You understand? I know that those days they were giving birth and all that, but I think that Jacob in the nutshell acted upon the way. So, if you want to know the direction after doing all these things, you also have to act on the word. Because when you act on the word, it gives you, you know, it gives you clearance. For example, the Lord spoke to me and said that you will build. But as of 2017, I have not released my book yet. So somewhere, um, oh no, 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 2017, I had released my book the um igniting the prophetic are not released it yet so then i decided to um you know i saw how an angel gave me a pen and said you'll be an author of books so i decided to one day i decided to the angel did not tell me go and take pen i decided to go and look for pen i decided to go and look for a4 sheets and i started writing what i was writing was not making sense but i started writing all the same at the end of the day, I release that book to the glory of God. So you need to act on the word. I don't know whether I've been able to help you. But for now, these are the, some of the things that you can do to know the direction that God will want to take you to. It's not a mistake you are doing media. It's not a mistake you are working in the civil service. It's not a mistake you are working with a great companies. It's not a mistake you are where you are. Where you are should not limit you. But then when you identify your purpose, God can use where you are, your environment, to still do something. Remember that when Jacob had the encounter,
Bible says he raised the pillar where he had the encounter. So where you are should not change you. Where you are cannot change you. Where you are cannot change you. So that is what I will say for now. Are you blessed? Can I know by chat? Go to the chat if you are respond. Let me know if you are you are following. Are you following? Right. Yes. All right. Um, I think I'm answered. Thank okay. you. Thank you too. Thank you. Does anyone have um a wants to say or ask any question or not? All right, we'll continue. So um like I told you earlier, tonight is just is just an opening. I'm just telling you uh, how the whole thing about build. So when you see builders global network, you understand where it is coming from. Now this particular assignment, um, as my sister asked the question, I began to ask the Lord, what should I build? How should I build? Then God gave me Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 to 11. So I would want us to go through it quickly. Then when we finish going through, I will come back to tell you some of the things we are planning to do as BGN, as BGN. And then I will let you know later on what exactly we are going to do. Oh, I mean, this I have I've been able to institutionalize this. You understand? I've been able to institutionalize a vision. Every vision you have, you should be able to institutionalize it. You should be able to make it, uh, make it organize it. Let it be an, a living organism. Uh -huh. So the Builders Global Network. When we are done with Isaiah sixty one, I'm gonna share maybe just a few things like like the bigger picture like the vision and the mission the mission and then you will now understand that particular thing that god wants us to do when we are done we will end for tonight at the first session then tomorrow we'll now look at god's program now we'll, tomorrow will be like the the, the real thing to be like the reality and the kind of things God told me. Now we'll move into it. We'll go deep and we'll begin to talk about it. God's program. All right. So now let me jump right now quickly to, uh, let me jump quickly. So to Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61. I believe you can see my screen. So this is the model, the build model, the text that God gave me. He said that the spirit of the Lord, of the sovereign Lord is upon me. For the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come and with it the day of God's anger against their enemies. To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. Now verse 4. If you pay attention, you are going to catch 
where the whole thing is and what we're going to do. He said, they will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities destroyed long ago. They will revive them, though they have been deserted for many generations. Foreigners will be your servants. They will feed your flocks and plow your fields and tend your vineyards. You will be called priests of the Lord, ministers of our God. You will feed on the treasures of the nations and boast in their riches. Instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a portion, a double portion of prosperity in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. I have just prophesied to somebody. Those who said amen, it will happen right now. It will happen right now. Wow. So, let me jump, go to the next verse. The next verse. I think this is just verse. Now verse 8 says, For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations. Everyone will realize that they are a people the Lord has blessed. I am overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God, for he has dressed me with the clothing of salvation and draped me in a robe of righteousness. I am like a bridegroom dressed for his wedding or a bride with her jewels. Then the final verse, the sovereign Lord will show his justice to the nations of the world. Everyone will praise him. His righteousness will be like a garden in early spring with plants springing up everywhere, everywhere. So, beloved, this is just the scripture. Like, this is just practical enough because it answers the question, my sister. So, I began asking the Lord, what should we do? What should we do? What should we do? This is a group of people sitting in a bus and they are waiting for me to tell them, so what should we do? What should we do? Then he said, build. So, he took me to verse 4. Then in verse 4, he says that they shall build they shall rebuild the ancient ruins. So one of the things we are going to do is that when we say a ruin, we are we are we are supposed to just build ruins. You see, when we say a ruin, we are talking about anything that is uh, destroyed. You know, anything that has been distracted, destroyed, anything. That was formerly integrated, but now it has been disintegrated. You understand? When you reduce something to nothing, when you collapse something, then we say that it is a ruin. So, there are things that people have destroyed, left, collapsed, sorry, collapsed for a long time. Um, things that have been disintegrated, something that have been destroyed for a long time and crashed and all that nobody has done anything about it and the lord wants us to rebuild build those things for the specific things we are going to know then repairing cities destroyed long ago so here we are now talking about cities 
we are now talking about cities. We are now talking about cities. Now, when we move to the next verse, they are talking about reviving. Uh, they say they have been deserted for many generations. So we are talking about generations. It's a generational thing. You understand? Now, now, now the big one. The big one. The big one. When you go down there in my skin, you see my kessa. He says that you will enjoy, you possess a double portion of prosperity in your life. And everlasting joy will be yours. We are talking about prosperity here. That is why in this meeting, everybody must prosper. Okay. When you even read the previous, it says you will feed on the treasures of nations and boast in their riches. We are talking about national, continental riches, global riches. All right. All right. So I was asking the Lord some questions. What exactly do you want me to do? Then in verse 8, it says, I love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I reward faithfully, I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering. For their suffering. There's something I'm looking for where it talks about mourning. I think I read that. I can't find it anymore. Yes. Look at the first paragraph, the line number four, line four, first paragraph. He said, he has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come. And he said, to all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes. So I was asking God, what is, what should we do? And God said, I was, he said, look at those who mourn. Who are the people who mourn? People who mourn are people who have something around them who are dead. So then the God took me and gave me this thing about widows and orphans. Widows and orphans. Widows. So for me, beyond the prophetic, personally, I have decided to, you know, look into widows and orphans. Widows and orphans. They are the ones who mourn. And that is how you rebuild them. They, they, these are the ancient dreams we are talking about. And these are what we call the generational, you know, things we are talking about. You revive them. These are the cities. You understand? And some of you too, it's not just, um, this is me, but for you, yours could be something else. Yours could be something else. But, so let me just take you back again and I will now tell you why we are doing BGM. So our aim is to bring answers, hope, and solutions to the devastated world and nations through the instrument of the word of God and the gift of the prophetic. And so our mission at the end of the day is to raise men and women of influence, which you are part who are empowered to build up their old rooms and the desolate cities and institutions and who are also a resource to restore hope to the destinies of individuals and nations but with emphasis on supporting the work of ministry orphans and widows and the vision is to become the preferred global Christian network unique in building audience. So all that we are doing is to this thing about um, orphans and widows and those kind of things. That is what the BGN for now is looking at.
So God, by the grace of God, told me my name is built. I decided to institutionalize it. And by the grace of God, we have a team of people who are working with BGN and who are helping, working to, to help us so that we will be able to minister to the orphans and widows and then also support the work of ministry as well. So that is what we are doing. But from tomorrow, I will not be talking about BGN again. Tomorrow, I will not be talking about the real things, the deep things that God told me about wealth and prosperity. And the first on the list is to understand what we call the program of God, God's program. I was so shocked. I was so shocked when he started revealing and unfolding what this program is. I was, hey, so this is the program God has. Wow, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I don't want to go there. But God has a big program. God has a very big program. And you are part of the program. I'm telling you, you are part of the program. And so tomorrow, we are going to spend time to look at the program because this program is part of the, of the secret to wealth and prosperity. And I have decided, since that time, I've decided to devote myself to this program. I decided to stay committed to this program. So tomorrow, you can't, you don't have to miss it at all. Are we together? You don't have to miss it at all. You don't have to miss it at all. You don't have to miss it at all. Because we are going to go into details and look at these things that God said about the program, his program. And then that will be the, 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 the big thing, the big thing. And then we'll launch out to many deep other things. So thank you all very much. I think that this uh, presentation ends here. Um, it brings us to the end of today's session, session one. So I want to say thank you all and God bless you so much. At this point, um, I think that we are done. We are supposed to close at 9.30. We start at 8 and we close at 9.30. My time says it's 9.20. We are, we are very much on shadow. Does anyone have any, you know, uh, question, input? Are you excited about what God is going to give to us tomorrow and the days ahead? Yes, Obaku, you have a question. Kindly unmute and ask your question. Um, good evening, everyone. Good evening. Uh, I'd like to know something about a uh, you just uh, you just mentioned about the mandate of BGN, hmm. um, according to Isaiah sixty-one verse four to 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 help those who are 11. mourning to yeah. something like that. And I think some of us are already into it. Doesn't mean we are to partner with BGN or we should focus on. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, okay. I get you. Well, 
uh, I don't know how to answer this, but I think that if 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 we 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 we, we can partner, there's nothing wrong with partnering. So our we our door, we can discuss this further and do something together. Okay. Okay. And do okay. something together. Um, I I I think that um, you know, one there's a statement. Archbishop Benson Idahosa made, and I want everyone to write it down. I want everyone to write it down. There's a statement the Archbishop Benson Idahosa made. He said that, and I quote, The sky is too big for two birds to collide. The sky is too big for two birds to collide the sky is too big for two birds to collide unquote so you see um i just want all of us to also understand that we can all be billionaires in this world and it will be very possible we can all be billionaires and it's possible we can all be wealthy and it's possible but nonetheless, if you realize that somebody is doing well in a certain field and you can partner and support, and that is a, that is a kingdom thinking. That is a very good way to think. I think that our doors are open and we'll be able to work together. So I look forward to discussing further with you. Um, Sister Obako, thank you. Please, anyone, um, let's see your comments. Let's see your comments before we close for tonight. Um, let's see your comment. Let's see your comment. Eunice Akoto Ansan says excited. Leonie says super excited. Helena says super excited. Daphne excited. Julia, God bless you, prophet. Um, uh, excited, excited, excited. Torres, God bless you. Man of God, yes, very excited. All right. Does anyone have any more, anything to say? All right. Since there's nothing more, uh, I want to thank you for session one. <laughs> Fifi Ankova says, Evans is excited. God bless you, Evans. Um, in our say we thank God for this version. Amen. Fifi says, Beginning Pony means powerful revelations coming up. Amen. Oh, glory to God. So, Leonie says, I tell you that. <laughs> so, I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that. Leonie, I borrow your words. I'm telling you, God will do many things because tomorrow is going to be something else. Tomorrow, when we start to going deep, this one, this first session, like I told you, is a build model. It's just to introduce you to how God gave the name, what is your name, how this whole thing. So, so that nobody, you, you'll be comfortable. It's not a group of people somewhere who are trying to do something. It's just us. And what God is about to do. Joseph says it's a confirmation of the hunches I've had for some time. Really blessed. Amen. God bless you. Fifi say God bless you for this prophet. 
Kathy says, great inside. God bless you, Papa. Obedan Puma says, it was an awesome evening. Julia Apia says, awesome. I can't wait for the rest of the sessions. Godson says, looking forward for the next session. God bless you for Abelian Seban of God. Yoni says, amen. All right, so we are done. Uh, let me pray with you finally before we leave. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for tonight. There's one question you asked, what is your name? The first time you asked me, I responded thinking that I've answered, I responded very well by mentioning my full name. But you told me my name is on my name tag. When I checked, it was built. In Genesis 32, you asked Jacob, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, no, in heaven, you are called Israel. Again, in Genesis 35, you asked him again because you appeared. And he said, Jacob, you told him again, you are not Jacob, but you are Israel. For out of you will come forth nations and company of nations will come out of you. And kings will come out of your body. And from that day, Jacob began manifesting Israel. Bible says in John Matthew 6, verse 4, he said that, and thy, let thy kingdom come. And let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, this is as it is in heaven. Whatever is in heaven was happening on the earth. A true reflection of how you have created us and your plans and your purposes for our life. This is my prayer for everybody who has joined this meeting, the first session. May we not live yet the same and we are not living the same because we have been blessed by these revelations. That there is a name you have given to every person. And we will be able to know this name when we have encounter with you, fresh revelation, and look for you. And that is how we'll be able to do it. I pray that as we go back to our beds and begin to reflect on the things we have learned, Father, may we have a reflection, a revelation of the true identity we have in heaven. So that by them we will walk therein and we will excel and manifest and your glory will be strong. Tomorrow's session, we talk about your program. We pray the Lord, give us an appetite and a certain passion that will come and will be blessed and our lives will never be the same. Thank you for answered prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. So, on this note, um, we bring tonight's session to an end. God richly bless all of us and give us a very fruitful, a very wonderful night. Amen.
60 to 65 members of the church being very entrepreneurial, having at least one business. And uh, by the grace of God, myself, we have four registered companies and we are trying to expand by the grace of God. So it is one of the major things that we did because I realized that it, it is a paradigm shift that we need in the church. It is, a, it is a major shift that we have to understand in the church. So tonight, in the next 20 minutes, I'll be teaching on wealth creation. Please open up your mind, open up your spirit, follow me diligently. Acts 10, 44, the Bible said, while Peter yet preached, the Holy Ghost fell upon all of them that heard him. So there's always a falling of the spirit when you can hear the word. So as I'm teaching the word, God is going to tap ideas into your spirit. God is going to impart ideas into your mind. And suddenly he's going to show you how to create the future you are looking for. There are times where I'm teaching in the chair and some people say, some hand touched their head. Somebody came after service and showed oil on their head that suddenly began to flow on the top of the head. Now, the Holy Spirit begins to do amazing things when the word of God is being taught. When you look, read Luke 5, 17, when you read Luke 6, 17 to 19, the same thing is there. When Jesus was teaching, the Bible said, the power of God was present to heal. So there is always a healing process. There is always a restorative process when the word of God is active and strong. I pray for somebody that your eyes will suddenly be opened in the name of Jesus. And so I've come to a place by the grace of God that I could help people, I could give to people, I could support people, I could support my family, I could support the church, I could be a blessing to many people, scratching from very much zero. And I'm going to teach something from my heart, something that God has taught me over the years, and how it has turned my life around tremendously. Many years ago, I remember when I was in Kenya University, between the year of 20. 2009 to 2000 and, uh, 2013, and then I did my MPhil from then until uh, I graduated, somewhere 2016. I remember that when I was in school, the money my parents used to give to me for a semester was just 50 Ghana City. And even when I was doing my MPhil, I had to live on Gary, 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 without sugar, without Milo, without needle, without anything. So I really understand where I'm coming from. I don't want anybody to sympathize with me. I've already come out of it by the grace of God. But I want to show you what to do to move from where you are to where God has promised you. Wealth is fundamentally God's intention for creation. Every manufacturer makes a product for the sake of wealth. Every manufacturer makes the product for the sake of wealth. So in Genesis 1.26, when God was making man, he said, let him have dominion and let him be fruitful, let him multiply, let him replenish. So God's intent for creating you is for you to have wealth, is for you to have dominion, is for you to be fruitful, is for you to multiply. So that is God's primary reason for creating us. When you read Revelation chapter 5, the store Bible said, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and glory and riches and honor and blessing and wisdom and strength. So there are seven manifold dimensions of wealth. And you see them in Revelations chapter 5, verse 12. One of the dimensions of wealth is power. Power is the ability to make spiritual effect. Another one is glory. Glory is the weight of substance on a man. Um, another one is strength. Strength is the ability to be immune 
to external and internal factors. Another um, dimension of wealth is wisdom. Wisdom is the application of information skillfully to attain results. Another one is riches. Riches is fuel to fulfill purpose. So among the seven dimensions of wealth, God has promised all these seven to us through Christ Jesus. So the death of Christ, the resurrection of Christ, and our faith in him brings us to a place where we can have access to power, where we can have access to glory, where we can have access to honor, where we can have access to riches, where we can have access even to wisdom. And so those seven blessings are God's intent for us. Third John verse 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, be in good health, even as thy soul prospers. When you read 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, and 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, Bible talks to us about the abundance that God promises us, even in the form of riches and wealth. When you read Isaiah chapter 48, verse 17, God says that He is going to teach us how to make profit. So God is primarily interested and excited about our making wealth because our making wealth is how we are going to help our families our making wealth is how we are going to help our societies our making wealth how we are going to help the nations our making wealth is is very important because that's how we're going to help the church and if satan was the person behind wealth creation then he should have given us more money than poverty so Wealth creation is not a subject of Satan. It's a subject of God. If the person in charge of riches was Satan, then all of us who are serving God should have been richer. Satan should have made us richer so that we don't serve God. But when you you investigate the word of God, you find out that Satan actually makes people poorer and disturbs their destinies. And so wealth creation, like I said first um, at the beginning, is God's original intent for creating us. In Deuteronomy 8.18, the Bible said, we should remember that God is the one who gives us the power to make wealth. I want us to read the scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. Let us read this scripture. <coughs> Pardon me. Deuteronomy 8, 18, the word of God said, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. God gives us power to get wealth. He gives us power to get wealth. So God does not necessarily give us wealth, but God gives us power. And our ability to convert that power is what determines our wealth. God gives us power. And the power has the ability to attract wealth. So what we have to investigate is the power that God gives us. Because if we are able to receive the power that God gives us, and we are able to harness the power that God gives us, then the come. For example, God did not give us paper. God gave us wood. God did not give us rubber. God gave us trees. God did not give us leather. God gives us skins of animals. God did not give us fruit juice. God gave us seeds of plants. God did not give us um, um, starch, carbohydrate. God gave us cassava. So there is a processing. There is a processing of what we have that will bring us what we are looking for. There is a processing of the power we have 
that will bring us the wealth we are looking for. When you read Proverbs chapter number 10, verse 22, the Bible said, it is the blessing of the Lord that makes and there's blessing. There are many people that have the blessing but have not been able to convert the blessing into riches. There are many people that have wood, but have not been able to convert the wood into paper. There are many people that have rubber plants, but have not been able to convert the rubber plant into a rubber products. There are many people that have um, um, mangoes, but do not have the ability to convert them into mango juice. So there are many people who are believers who have the blessing, but have not been able to convert the blessing into riches. So our work tonight is to discover the blessing, is to design the blessing is to demonstrate the blessing and to deploy the blessing so that we get the riches. Please, if you get me up to this point, kindly comment so that I know you get me. So God has given us the power to make well and the blessing of the Lord makes us rich. That means if we discover the blessing that the Lord has, lives, we will recognize the power that we have at our disposal to create wealth. If we discover the blessing that the Lord has deposited into our lives, we will recognize the power that we have at our disposal to create wealth. So the second part of the message is where I begin to give you five places where money is hiding of five power elements that has capacity to produce the wealth you are looking for. Unfortunately, most of us are unable to complete our assignment. Most of us are unable to help. Most of us are unable to influence because we do not have the wealth we need. And so it is very important that you focus so that Holy Spirit does a certain touching in your spirit, a certain touching on your mind, a certain touching on your eyes, so that you will see the power even that is hidden in God's word for you. This teaching is prophetic because it is the Holy Spirit that led me to teach this. And it's also prophetic because after these teachings, the Holy Spirit is going to unveil certain mysteries to you and lead you from where you are to the next level. He will lead you from where you are to the next level. If you are making 10,000 Ghana City, get ready for 20,000 Ghana City. If you are making 20,000 Ghana City, get ready for 40,000 Ghana City. If you are making 60,000 Ghana City, get ready for 120,000 Ghana City. Now, it is not just something that I'm saying. It's not mythological. It's not mystical. It is methodical. And I'm going to show you through the pages of scripture what is it that you have to do to see the turn around you are looking for. In John chapter 2 verse 5, Mary told the women, the men who were working at the wedding at Cana that whatever he says to you do it. That means that hidden in every prophetic instruction is the ability to produce a miracle. Hidden in every prophetic instruction is the ability to produce a miracle. So what are the five places where your money is hiding so that when you tap into this power and when you tap into this blessing, you will see the wealth 
you are looking for. Number one, money hides in people. Money is hiding in people. All sales are related to people. All investments are related to people. All capital related to people. Revenue in profit, all of that are people determined. In other words, the quality of people you have and the quantity of people you have will determine the quality of wealth you create. Now, perhaps you have heard that there's a best-selling author who has sold one million copies of his books. Now, when you hear something like this, it is not outrageous. It is not too big. Even though it is true, it is not something that is not practical. Because if you have a church like Lighthouse, you've got a church like Church of Pentecost, and you are the head of the church, you are the founder of the church, and you write a book and every member buys it, you are going to have millions of people buying it. So the wealth you create is directly related to the number of people who see the value you have created. Mm -hmm. So when men begin to see the value you create, their currency moves from their pockets into your life. When men mm -hmm. begin to appreciate the value you create, their substance begin to move from their accounts into your life. And mm -hmm. so what you have to do is to see that hidden in people is the power to get the wealth you are looking for. Hidden in people is the power to get the wealth you are looking for. Hello, sir. Please, somebody just commented that he, she cannot hear us. Um, I, I hope this um, it is not from my end. No, please. We can hear you very well. I think that we'll right. sort it out, sir. All right, sir. All right, sir. So hidden in people is the ability to reproduce wealth. Now, I sit people down. Recently, I went to UCC and one of my daughters came to me and she said she was looking for, um, I think, $1,000 to start a business and she didn't know what to do. And I told her that $1,000 is $100 times 10 people. $1,000 is $200 times 5 people. $1,000 is $50 times 20 people. And I said, if we get 20 people who can give you $50 each, we are going to raise the money. And I showed her practically uh, by making three or four calls how to make the money. And at the end of the day, I got the money and I gave it to her. I showed her that what she was looking for was hidden in people around her. Somebody's looking out for money to set up a business. You are looking for 5,000 Ghana City. 5,000 Ghana City is 10 people who can give you 500 Ghana City each. Are there not 10 people in your life who can commit 500 Ghana City into your life? If you have each of these 10 people giving you 500 Ghana City, you don't need to form a queue to go to Stambik Standard, Cal Bank Fidelity to get that. Mm. <clears throat> so the money you are looking for is hidden in people. The software you are looking for is hidden in people. My spiritual father taught me something. He said, whatever you are looking for is in you and whatever is not in you is in somebody who is around you so the future we actually think about is not really far from where we stand today the person we are looking for is not really far from where we are today and the divine helper we are asking god for is not somebody really distant from us when you read matthew chapter 2 verse 11 bible said when the wise men saw the star of Jesus and they followed the star even from the east, when they came and they opened their treasure box, they gave unto Jesus gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So Jesus' gold was in somebody's treasure box. I pray mm. for somebody right now that in the name of the Lord Jesus, men who carry your gold will meet you in the name of Jesus. Men who carry your silver will meet you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Men who carry 
that which belongs to you will come to you in the name of Jesus. When you read Job chapter 42, verse number 11 and 12, Bible said, after all the things that Job went through, and God turned his captivity around. And when God turned his captivity around, God gave him double for his trouble. I prophesied double for somebody's trouble in the name Amen. of Jesus. All the men that came to Job, Bible said they presented to him a piece of gold. The men carried gold. They carried Job's gold once again. And when they came to Job, they presented to Job the gold once again. And in verse 12, Bible said Job increased and he had double of all the things that he lost. Now that means the gold that the men brought became the initial capital for Job's agricultural business. The mm. gold that they brought became the the foundation that Job used to set himself up for a business. So the money you are looking for is hidden in people around you. Luke chapter 5, verses number 6 to 7. <clears throat> After Jesus had instructed Peter even to catch the fishes, um, after that, Bible said they enclosed a multitude of fish. And when they enclosed the multitude of fish, Peter now beckoned their partners to come even to help them. And these partners came and Bible said their boat also was filled to full, that both boats were now beginning to sink. Let me tell you the one who enjoyed the miracle the most. It was mm. not Peter who enjoyed the miracle the most. Tell it us. was not John who enjoyed the miracle the most. It was the other partners who didn't do the work Peter did. It was the other partners who didn't make the investment Peter did. But because mm. there was an overflow at one side and they connected to the overflow and they had a human connection with the people who had the overflow suddenly their boats were also filled there is mm. somebody in your life who can introduce you to real estate without struggle there's somebody in your life who can introduce you to the intricacies of farming business without struggle there's somebody around you who can give you the capital you are looking for there's somebody mm. around you who can give you the wealth you are praying to god about and i pray that god opens your eyes to see that person in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So we wow. started our first company, Climb Consult, in 2016. My wife was the one who gave me money to start. And my wife gave me 200 Ghana CD to start the company. And by giving me 200 Ghana CDs, she later came for the money, took 20 CDs to buy breakfast. So I remember mm -hmm. the money was 180 Ghana. And then we started climb with 180 Ghana. It's since 2016. And God has blessed us with employees. God has blessed us with profit. God has blessed us with sales. God has blessed us with customers. And we are spreading like wildfire. And all that I was looking for was something been in somebody else, 180 Ghana City. This is where my wife works. She's a graduate. She works there. She's paid as, as much as any graduate is paid. We have people who are also graduates. 
We are SHS people. We are people who do internship there and all manner of stuff. And the business started with 180 cities. I remember my sister also gave me 3,000 Ghana cities to buy furniture and do some works at the office. I remember when I was on campus, people were showing into my life when I was doing my MPhil. And all this money, I was using the money to eat a lot of fried rice because coming from a place where Gary was the order of the day, <laughs> I was squandering the money till the Lord suddenly spoke to me and said, you are eating your first business. Mm. I didn't take a loan. I didn't go to a bank for a loan. I didn't rush for venture capitalists. There were just people around me that God gathered together to release what I'm looking for. And since then till now, God has been blessing us. Somebody's time to set up that business is now in the Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. Number two, money hides in platforms. Money hides in platforms. Um, when God gives you a platform, he's arranging you for your next level. Traditionally, we call a platform a stage. When we say it is a stage, we are saying that it carries potential to move you. It is a stage. They do a drama on the stage. They do a choreography on the stage. They demonstrate their gifts on the stage. It is a stage because it is moving you from where you are, like from stage one to stage two. And there's always somebody in the audience there's always somebody present among the audience who is connected to your next level. There's mm. always somebody listening to you connected to your next level. There's always somebody looking at you connected to your next level. There's always somebody hearing you connected to your next level. So when you have a platform, recognize that you have an opportunity to make wealth. So recently, uh, Prophet Vincent Bannerman invited me instructed me, sorry, to be on his platform. Um, it was one of the morning prophetic sessions, Mahaname, as he does. And then when we're done with the service, he said a man of God in Nigeria wanted to reach me. So I didn't know who the man of God was. And apparently the man of God was on the feed. So he gave my number to the man of God. The man of God contacted me and said he wanted us to talk. So I got ready to talk into him. And the moment I put on this video to, to see the man of God, this is a celebrated man of God in Nigeria that we all look up to, we all listen to. And I was so marveled. And he said, he said things about my humility. He said things about the way I was ministering house, taking my time to teach the word and to prophesy and how he has certain things in his life that he's asking God to work on. Since that time, this man of God has been calling me. We always have a call and he's introduced me to so many kind of people. He's introduced me to millionaires in Africa. He's introduced me to so many people who are connected in Canada and all that came through one platform that I was on to minister. Wow. Just one now, as I'm ministering on your platform now, perhaps there's somebody looking at me who is going to open another door for me. And as you also come to minister in our church, perhaps there's somebody seated who is going to connect you to your next level. So anybody who refuses to seize the opportunity of a platform is putting himself in the shadow of failure. So okay. when you see people who always delegate 
things they never do well because out of the platform is your ability to shine out of the platform is your ability to increase out of the platform is your ability to progress and like i said there is always somebody present among the audience who is connected to your future in first so much of the 17 verse 26 david asked a question he said, what will be given to the man who will kill this uncircumcised Philistine? And in verse 25, he was told what will be given to him. Your father's house will be free. And um, they also said, you will marry the king's daughter. And they said, you will have a lot of riches. When David listened to the terms of the agreement, he suddenly came to a place where his faith was available. And when he took on that platform and he killed Goliath, it turned history down, up and down forever. There is a platform that God is bringing somebody, a platform to cook, a platform to talk, a platform Amen. to share, a platform mm. to advise, a platform Amen. to write. That will create an exciting future in the name of Jesus. There is one daughter of mine who suddenly entered into um, um, connection with the UK High Commissioner through a platform of writing. She came to church, I prophesied to her about a writing piece that she was going to do and how it's going to release her into glory. And within a matter of seven days, it had happened and she had become somebody so different out of a platform of writing. There's somebody wow. who begin to sit down and consider the power in digital platforms harness mm. the power in whatsapp harness the power in facebook harness the power in instagram harness the power in tiktok and there are some other people who god is going to give you physical platforms to teach for somebody to preach for somebody to step in for somebody that when you recognize your ability and you begin to demonstrate your ability in all excellence and diligence suddenly that platform becomes a platform pregnant with the wealth you are looking for and i, I pray God. for you that your eyes will open to see the power in, in one platform all that you are looking for can suddenly come into your hands by the power of one platform there was a mm. man who was in prison for 13 years and all that he was doing in prison was demonstrating his gifts talking to people interpreting their dreams and one day when god opened a door he had a platform before the pharaoh of egypt and by by interpreting just one dream that the pharaoh of Egypt had, that man tend to be the prime minister. My you God. and I know I'm talking about Joseph of Egypt. I came to prophesy to somebody's life that it does not matter how many years you have been into the prison. There is one platform that God is bringing your way that Amen. will set you before the kings and will set you on top in the name of Jesus. And so remember that your best your best performance is always connected to your best rehearsal. That means every time you are believing God for performance, you must be preparing because the quality of your preparation will determine the quality of your performance. The quality of your depth will determine the quality of your height. The quality of your input will determine the quality of your output. That's what Bible said in Mark chapter 1 verse 35 that while a long while before day, Jesus arose, went to a solitary place and there 
prayed. He prayed. And when he was praying, after he was praying, Bible said Peter and the other disciples were looking for him. And by verse 37, when they found him, they said, all men seek for thee. All men mm -hmm. began to seek for him because he understood the power hour of preparation. There's somebody online that God is about to give you an idea concerning a software. God is about to give you an idea concerning a product. God is about to give you an idea concerning a service that will be a major shift in your life. It Amen. will be a transformational shift in your life. It will be a tremendous shift in your life. Receive grace in the name of Jesus. I receive grace, my God. Number three, money hides in potentials. I always say that your gift carries your gold, your potential carries your prosperity, and your talent carries your treasure. Your gift carries your gold, your potential carries your prosperity, and your talent carries your treasure. There is a gift that God has placed in you. There is an ability that God has put in you. There is a potential that is within you that has capacity to produce the future you are looking for. When I went to school, I studied, I studied general arts and um, I went to Agri Memorial School. I studied general arts and um, I moved to Cairn University. I studied um, geography. I studied religions. And my MPhil is in the area of human rights. And my PhD that I'm pursuing now, trusting God, is also in the area of human rights. And I've not worked with any of these. I have not made one CD in any of these. I have not received one Pessoa in the, any of these areas. There is a gift that God has placed in me. There is an anointing that he has placed over my life. There is a ministry he's called me into. There is an office he set me into. There are potentials hidden with me that have brought me where I am by the grace of God. Somebody must begin to look deep into yourself and discover the potential God has given you. There are people who went to school to study law and they found out that their wealth did not come through law. There are people who went to school to study medicine and found out that their money did not come through medicine. There are people who went to school to study architecture, study all kinds of courses, study piloting, studied all kinds of courses, and they found out that their, their wealth didn't come from that area. And perhaps most of us, rather education has taken us away from the natural abilities that we have. And God gave you your natural abilities for a reason. He gave you those talents for a reason. Cristiano Ronaldo has no first degree. Lionel Messi has no first degree. These guys who are singing, they have no first degree. Joe Metal went to Central, fine, after some years. But I mean, Accra Technical School, Kanesi Technical School, these guys didn't go to school. They don't have a master's. They don't have a PhD. Some of the guys who are doing the best businesses, doing very well in businesses, do not even have a degree. I am not here to speak against going to school. But even going to school, grammar education is limited because the mm. proper orientation we need is financial intelligence and ability to discover purpose. That is what we need. Grammar education just gives you the basis for discipline. And, and that is all. 
and that is all. That's why many doctors are poor. That's why many lawyers are poor. Some of the poorest people that you can ever imagine are lawyers and doctors. I don't know the last time you saw a doctor driving mm -hmm. a Mercedes. I don't know the last time you saw a lawyer sitting in a Volkswagen, a proper yes. G-Wagon. It's, it's, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. Most of the doctors and lawyers do not even make up to 5,000 Ghana cities. Um, and there are certain gifts that God has placed in them. There are certain abilities that God has placed in them that will bring them more medicine and the law and the pharmacy and the geography and the architecture and the economics that they studied in school. If you studied economics in school and you were taught economics by a man who did not have any business, what did you study? If you went to school to study entrepreneurship by a man who himself was not an entrepreneur, what did you study? One day, Dr. Miles Morrow said he registered for a course and the course was how to become a millionaire. And when they went for the lecture, the lecturer came and wrote on the board how to become a millionaire. And Dr. Miles Morrow asked the question, he said, are you a millionaire? The man said no. And Dr. Masmore said he packed his books, he took his pens, and he left the class. How do you teach me to become something you have not become? How do you teach on being a millionaire when you yourself are not a millionaire? Acts chapter 1, verse 1 says that Jesus was a man who was able to do the things he did before he taught them. He began to do and to teach. So if a man does not qualify in doing, he doesn't qualify in teaching. So real expertise comes with getting into places where we have put down our put down our potential in an attempt to please somebody or in an attempt to chase something a white collar job and we have left the real David the ability to play music to create wealth God gave Samson strength to create wealth God gave Esther beauty to create wealth God gave you something to create wealth and that is something that you can naturally do you can easily do you can organically do that is something that you do effortlessly and there's something that you do even passionately and that gift that ability is something that god has given you to create wealth proverbs chapter 18 verse 16 the bible said a man's gift maketh room for him there are rooms in this world there are sizes of rooms in this world and the size of gift pray for somebody that you will design your gifts. I pray for somebody that you will develop your gifts. I pray for somebody that you demonstrate your gifts and come to this place of glory in the name of Jesus. Sir, I have a lady in church. What she does, she went to school. I mean, we're in the same school. She was in Kenya State. Um, she, she studied uh, sports and exercises, very intelligent lady. And so um, she works with Pulse Ghana. Um, Pulse Fitness Ghana at um, Jowulu. And um, she, I mean, she was doing well. Suddenly went for a meeting and the Lord said, you, you have the ability to do fruit juice and you have that skill naturally. After a while, she started turning into a... Last year, late last year, thank you for 
she brought me a seed, 8,000 Ghana CD. And she said the seed is very little as compared to what she makes monthly out of selling the fruit juice. Out of selling the fruit juice. I have a son who is blessed with the ability to use his own tools. He uses his own abilities to create something. And then when he had his um, um, revenue, when he had his sales, he said the sales he had in that month was more than what he would have gotten in seven months where he used to work. There's something hidden in you that God opened your eyes in the name of Jesus. Now, as I'm teaching right now, Holy Spirit is placing things in your spirit. He's placing things in your mind. He's in to take records of those things. Begin to take records of those things. I have seen so many people who God has suddenly broken through by the power of a gift, by the power of an ability they have. Whether it's spiritual gift, whether it's intellectual gift, whether it's natural gift, it is a gift that God has placed in your life. And that gift is able to bring you the wealth that you are looking for. Second Kings chapter 5, verse 26. When Elisha sent um, sent his son Gehazi to follow to follow through um, on the prophetic word he gave to Naaman. Remember, after the miracle, Naaman wanted to give Elisha, the prophet, many things, and he refused. And so he left with those things. And remember, Gehazi ran towards the man and went for those things. When he he said, was not my spirit with you? Was not my spirit with you? In other words, um, didn't God open my eyes to see where you went? I followed you in the spirit to see where you went. That is not the part I'm interested in. It is the second part that Elisha says that I'm interested in. Elisha said, is it a time to receive money and to receive garments and to receive olive yards and vineyards and sheep and oxen and men servants and maid servants? What was wrong with Gehazi was that he was not in his time to receive them. That means when your gift matures, when your prophetic gift matures, when your ministry matures, when the anointing on your life matures, it will become a time and it will be a season where you will receive money. It will be a season where you will receive garments. It will be a season where you receive lands. It will be a season where you receive all that which the gift is able to give you. So one gift is able to give you all that you are looking for. Mm. I came to pray for somebody that God, 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 God. let the anointing of Holy Spirit come upon your gifts and may you begin to excel in the name of Jesus. May you begin to excel in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to add that I am not against people working. I'm not against finding yourself at a place working. Definitely it's important, especially for the first five years of your life. You need to work somewhere so that you understand organizational structure, administrative structure, leadership, policies, strategies. You need to understand systems and how they work, how to come to terms with diligence, commitment, vision, objective, goal setting, target setting. That is important. But if any man stays at the workplace all his life, then something is wrong. There's something I want to say before I move to the next point. To be born poor is not a crime, but to stay poor is your choice. To be born rich is not something that you can do about, but to stay rich is your choice. God has given you the power of choice, even to create wealth. 
begin to walk in this realm of glory in the name of Jesus. Number four, number four, number four, money hides in passion. Money hides in passion. Turn your passion into a program. Turn your passion into a project. Turn your passion into a platform. Your passion is a predictor of your purpose. Your desire is a predictor of your design. Your interest is a predictor of the intuition that God placed in you. If you are passionate about something, it means you have seen a gap you want to fill. You have seen a problem you want to change, or you have seen a situation you want to develop. You have seen a situation you want to improve. What are you passionate about? Are you passionate about environmental cleanliness? Turn it into a project. When you turn it into a project, you'll be surprised how the UN will be on you. What are you passionate about? Are you passionate about street children? Turn it into a program. When you turn it into a program, you will see how some of the multi-billion NGOs will be there to help you. What are you passionate about? Anytime you are passionate about something, God gives you the anointing to solve a problem. And when God gives you the anointing to solve a problem, he creates a platform for you to make wealth. Please listen to me. The medical doctor is solving a physiological problem. The lawyer is solving a legal problem. The, the catering service provider is solving hunger problem. The person selling water is solving the problem of thirst. The person teaching is solving the problem of ignorance. What mm. problem are you solving? Are you so when you solve a problem, you put yourself in a place where suddenly you can receive the wealth of people. Problem-solving skills is what distinguish people from others. The ability to see a problem, the ability to solve a problem, that is what differentiates people from others. Sometimes people will wonder, why is it that a prophet prayed for this woman who um, had a problem or for this man, and suddenly the man has bought him a car? It is because the man, the prophet has solved the problem by the grace of God, which is more than the price of a car. That is mm. it. So, the problems you solve, the kinds of problems you solve determines the kinds of wealth that comes into your hands. And so you must be ready to solve problems, but which problems are you going to solve? Can you solve all the problems in the world? No, you can only solve the problems that you are passionate about. And that's why your passion is important. Your passion is a predictor of your purpose. Your passion is a predictor of your purpose. Your passion is a predictor of your purpose. Jesus mm -hmm. was passionate about healing people. It was a predictor of his purpose. He was mm -hmm. passionate about showing people how to make it to heaven. It was a predictor of his purpose. Moses was passionate about protecting the Israelites. It was a predictor of his purpose. Apostle Paul was passionate about tent making. No wonder he became an apostle. So your passion is a predictor of your purpose. In Luke chapter number 8, verse 1 to 3, Bible talks about how Jesus Christ went about fulfilling the ministry. In verse, verse 2, Luke chapter 8, verse 2, the Bible said, Jesus went about, he went about in towns and in villages, teaching the word of God, preaching the word of God, and healing all those who were sick. 
And not just that, there were people who had demons in them that Jesus cast out those demons. And the Bible talked about people, Mary called Magdalene, on, on, in whom out seven devils came. And Joanna, the wife of Shusa, Herod Stewart, and Susanna. And what is these people? The Bible said, and many others, which ministered unto Jesus out of their substance. Because of the value of what Jesus brought into their lives, they were ready to minister to Jesus out of their substance. So wealth goes where problems are solved. This woman had seven devils in her that when the anointing of the Holy Ghost upon Jesus, you know, was able to effect a change in that woman, the woman saw how different she had become. She saw the comfort she was lacking. She saw the peace she was lacking. And she suddenly began to honor the man that God used for that. And so if you are able to solve problems, the wealth of men will come to you. Facebook is solving the problems of social distance and social network and social distance. And Microsoft is solving a problem of being able to use a computer system with all flexibility. Um, Tesla is solving a problem of protecting the environment. Coca-Cola is solving a problem of test and taste. Everybody who is doing something huge is solving a problem. And the problem you are passionate about is the problem God gives you the anointing to solve. And as you solve that problem with passion, God will show you even the money. Because people by the problems you have solved in their lives. That's why we pay money for iPhone. That's why we pay money for Mercedes. That's why we pay money and we do not think they have robbed us because they, we know that there are problems in our lives that only those things are able to solve. I pray for somebody that your person will be alive and that your person will show you and will predict to you the purpose that you have. And in alignment with your purpose, you will make money in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. There is a difference. My last point is that money hides in products. Money hides in product. Please listen to me. I believe that Holy Spirit is giving somebody grace. Holy Spirit is touching somebody's eyes to mm. see things differently. Please yeah. listen to me. There is difference between being a medical doctor and being into medical business. There is a difference between being a legal practitioner and being in legal business. There is a difference being a teacher and being into educational business. <clears throat> there is a difference being called into the ministry and there's a difference between having businesses out of the calling of the ministry. And that is why number five is important. You cannot figure out any successful person who does not have a product he's selling. All the successful people, all the wealth creators we know, all of them have products that they sell. They all have a product that they sell. They all have a service that they provide. They all have a process that they sell. So what do you sell? I sell books. I sell clothes. I sell knowledge. I sell information. Please, what do you sell? The easiest way to make money is to sell something. 
Nobody will feed you 100 CDs daily by being, by being sick. Nobody will feed you 100 CDs daily by being sorrowful. But if you are able to set up a business, you can make that 100 CDs cool without being sorrowful and without people sympathizing with you. What are you selling? Ask yourself, when we pass by the street and we see street children, we see orphans, we see blind people, how much do we give them? How much do we give them? And at the end of the day, when we enter offices, when we enter shops, when we enter markets, when we enter business centers and we want to buy something, how much do we spend there? So money will go where value is. Find a product of value and sell it. Find a product of value and sell it. Find a service of value and provide it. Let me give you an example. There are many young teachers. There are many young people in the church where I pastor, Harvestfields Ministries, who are, they are teachers. They are teachers. And so they teach in some of the good schools in Accra. Um, some of them teach um, very, <laughs> they are very good at what they teach. And um, I asked them, how much do you make? This one says 1,000 cities. This one says 1,005 cities. I'm like, is that all you make in a month? They say yes. I said, no, there's something wrong. I'm going to show you how you're going to multiply your money. They said, Papa, please show us. I said, start selling books. Start selling books. Sell the books that the kids buy. Even if the school has those books to provide for them, sell exercise books. Find something to sell that the kids will buy. Find something to sell that the staff will buy. Apart from that, begin to provide services. Run extra classes. Run extra classes. Build a database. Build an online platform. Build an app. Build a YouTube channel that would teach the kids and begin to market it. Within a month, all of the people in the church who are teaching, their salaries have shifted, their sales have shifted from 1,000 to 3,000 and to 4,000. This was not a testimony we celebrated in church. This was just what we call application of logic. And so there are times where people must be able to see that in the, in the field they are in, there are things they can do to enhance what they do. You will never see a, a successful man of God who does not have books he sells, who does not have tapes he sells, who does not have seminars he organizes, who does not have conferences he champions, who does not have crusades and campaigns he organizes. All these are multiple streams that God is going to bring his way because there are people who are, who are in Lighthouse Chapel and but they are not in Daguiwad Mills Ministry. And there are people who are in Daguiwad Mills Ministry who are who may not be in Lighthouse Chapel. For example, I am a I am a contributor to um Healing Jesus um Crusade, but I am not a Lighthouse Church member. And so there is a way, there is a platform that can be provided that somebody like me, who is not a Lighthouse member, can still introduce my wealth into what Bishop Darkywat Mills is doing. And so when you look at every successful minister, there's always a product and there's always a service. 
And the beauty of it is that there are many products and many services that can suddenly be generated out of one product and out of one service. Because it, it, what I'm teaching today, what I'm teaching right now, harnessing the power to make wealth, I can convert it into a book. I can convert it into an audio material. I can convert it in on, and put it on my YouTube channel. I can also teach the same thing at a seminars. I can put this thing together and sell them on my podcast. And so the same message goes through five or six mechanisms and they become six new ways of creating wealth. And so there's always a product that you have in your hand. There's always an idea that you have in your hand. There's always a substance that you have in your hand that has the capacity to create the wealth you are looking for. Let's look at these scriptures as we end. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 26. I hope somebody is being blessed by tonight's message. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 26. I want to read these scriptures as we end this session. Proverbs 11, 26. Thank you, Lord. He that withholdeth corn, the people shall curse him, but blessing shall be upon the head of him that sells it. The real blessing is in selling. The blessing that makes riches is in selling. Please find something and sell. I have told my wife, my wife is selling clothes. My wife is also selling books. My wife is selling um, um, educational materials. I've told her, she went to school to study accounting and then marketing. But I've told her that, yeah, we, I mean, how did you go to school to learn marketing without marketing a product? And how did you go to school to learn accounting without counting money? That, that people are doing, wasting their time on the periphery when they have to really set up their time for the substance. And so if you are a medical doctor and you are taking care of a patient and you are providing a medical service, but you do not have any medical product, you have not built a pharmacy, you have not built a consultancy firm, you are not teaching people medicine, you are not training people, you are not starting a medical school, or you are not teaching people medicine, or you are not teaching medicine in a university or you are not teaching medicine in a nursing institution or a health facility, there is more you know that you are not making money from. There is more you have that you are not making money from. And if you are a lawyer, the same thing applies to you. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter number 31, verse 20. Make it fine linen and selleth them. There is something you can make. You are a lady, you can make pie, begin to make pie. You are a lady, you can make a, a, a bracelet, begin to make bracelet. You are a lady, you can make hair, begin to make hair. You are a lady, you can make dress, begin to make dress. There are so many people who have entered into outstanding and amazing wealth by making something, by making a product. I came to pray for somebody that okay. God will release faith in your spirit, that you Amen. will begin to things in the name of Jesus, that mm. you begin to pick things in the name of Jesus. Mm. And there are young people in the church who are building apps. There are young people in the app, people in the church who are building games. They are building games for phones. They are building games for computers and they are making money. And almost everybody in the church is selling something. In fact, I mm. keep telling my church members that they have to sit straight because one of these days I may end up selling them, 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 them for money. Second mm. Kings chapter number four, verse seven. That's the last scripture I want us to see. Second Kings chapter number four, 
verse 7. And this is the word I leave you with. 2 Kings chapter number 4, verse 7. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil. Sell the oil. Sell the oil. The man of God said, go sell the oil. I'm surprised how men of God are not teaching about sales. When this man of God told somebody to sell the oil. I'm mm -hmm. surprised why most men of God are not interested about teaching wealth creation. When this man of God, Elisha, taught the woman to sell. The Elisha said, go sell the oil and pay your debt. So the easiest way to pay your debt is to sell something. The easiest way to pay your debt is to sell something. And live thou. So the easiest way to live a good life is to sell something. The easiest way to live a good life is to sell something. And thy children of the rest. So the easiest way to create transgenerational wealth is to sell something. Elon Musk is selling something. Bill Gates is selling something. Bernard Arnold is selling something. Carlos Slim is selling something. Warren Buffett mm. is selling something. Mark Zuckerberg is selling something. The, every person who is doing well is selling something. Everybody, whether ministry, whether career, whether business, the person is selling something. And I came to open somebody's eyes that it's a new season where you must begin to sell something in the name mm. of Jesus. Mm. Please, as a means of wrapping up, remember I said money is hiding in people. The number of people you have will determine the wealth you receive. Money is hiding in platforms. Every platform you stand on will connect you to the next. Money is hiding in potentials. Your gold is connected to your gifts. Your prosperity is connected to your potentials. And your treasure is connected to your talents. Money is also hiding in your passion. When you turn your passion into a program and you turn your passion into a project, tremendous money will come into your hands. And finally, I said money is hiding in products. The easiest way to make wealth is to sell something. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. I'm done, sir, with the word, sir. Thank you, sir. Wow. Powerful. Powerful. Man of God, I feel that um the anointing to um you you made a statement that the problem you are very passionate about is the is yes, the sir. problem that god gives you the anointing to solve i, I yes, feel sir. that you you that, 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 that anointing needs to be imparted to be released right yes, now right after wow. this meeting there's going to be a lot of signs wonders and miracles yes, even yes, in yes. our lives if, I don't know if you can, man of God, you can just believe that anointing. Everyone gets ready. Let your spirit be activated. Let your spirit be activated. Let your spirit be activated. In the year 2016, Apostle Emmanuel Nkum came to Harvest Hills Ministries with Papa uh, Prophet Bernard. And he prayed a prayer for me. He prayed a prayer of the spirit of wisdom and wealth creation. And since then, something broke within me. Something broke within me. Wherever you are, I pray for you right now that begin to walk under the anointing of wealth creation in the name of Jesus. I demand the release of strange grace, grace Amen. for wisdom in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let the spirit of wisdom be activated in the name of Jesus. Let Jesus. the anointing 
for wealth creation, let the anointing for financial prosperity be activated in the name of Jesus. In the midst of struggle, may you enter into financial multiplication in the name of Jesus. In the midst of struggle, may you begin to see the hand of God causing your businesses to turn around in the name of Jesus. I release the anointing for wealth creation. I release the wisdom for wealth creation. I release the anointing for wealth creation. I release mm -hmm. the wisdom for world creation. Mm -hmm. I release the anointing for world creation. Mm -hmm. I release the wisdom for world creation. Yes, I release Lord. the anointing for world creation. Receive it right now in the name of Jesus. May oh. God suddenly begin to give you the ideas that will mm -hmm. turn your wealth around in the name of Jesus. May God suddenly open your eyes. May mm -hmm. God suddenly open your spirit. May mm -hmm. God suddenly open your understanding to yes, give Lord. you the wealth you are looking for in the yes, name Lord. of of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God bless you, sir. Thank you so much for the honor. 